Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. In our opening colic today, our opening prayer, we prayed these words. Set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins, and give us the liberty of that abundant life which you have made known to us in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Two words that are similar in meaning and stand out in this prayer are the words liberty and freedom, or free. Words that are very dear to our hearts and minds, especially if you are a U.S. citizen. Both are familiar words that are used a lot personally as well as nationally. We learn the meaning of these words at a very young age. In fact, liberty may be the defining word of the United States of America. It certainly is one of our primary symbols as portrayed by Lady Liberty in New York City, the Statue of Liberty, as well as the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. Of course, liberty is recognizable in famous quotes such as, Give me liberty or give me death. Anyone know who said that? Yeah, Patrick Henry is who it's attributed to. It is a quotation attributed to Patrick Henry from a speech he made to the Second Virginia Convention on March 23, 1775 in Richmond, Virginia at St. John's Episcopal Church, mind you. And of course, we are familiar with the use of the word liberty in the Declaration of Independence, where it says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator and with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, the context of both of these quotes was in regard to the British Empire and King George III and the 13 colonies' desire to be independent from them. And here we are, some 244 years removed, and our culture has certainly evolved from those early years of American colonialism. And in our culture, we understand freedom and liberty to mean more than freedom from the British monarchy. So take a moment and consider how you define liberty. What ideas come to mind? What pictures come to mind? What words? Now, liberty is defined in two ways. First, the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, political views. So here it is defined as freedom from oppression. A second definition is this, the power or scope to act as one pleases. Both definitions have great outcomes in our culture and our society. They can shape the way we think, the way we act, and liberty is very much in the lens by which we view our world. 
But what do these ideas of freedom and liberty mean from a Christian perspective? When we pray, set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins, and give us the liberty of that abundant life, which you have made known to us in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we certainly do mean freedom from the oppression and bondage of sin. But do we mean liberty to act as one pleases? Well, in one way I think not. So why would we use that word with give us the liberty of that abundant life? This idea of an abundant life comes from the words of Jesus in John 10.10 where he said, The thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. In the scriptures, in the teachings of Jesus, liberty and freedom are never the idea that we get to do what we want whenever we want to do it. Of course, we are given free will to sin, but sinning is not liberty. It is only bondage. As our catechism says, the question, how does sin have power over us? The answer Sin has power over us because we lose our liberty when our relationship with God is distorted. You see, real freedom, real liberty is only found in the person of Jesus Christ. To be without Christ is to be so steeped in sin that we think freedom is the liberty to do what we want even if it disobeys the law of God. But true liberty is to live as the creator has designed us to be. True freedom is to be set free from the bondage of sin. True liberty is given in the abundant life we receive in Jesus Christ. The forgiveness of sins is made possible by the selfless death of Jesus Christ on the cross, where he redeems those who put their faith in him. So liberty is to live in the goodness of our Savior, to live in the grace of our Lord. And our liberty in Christ is really bound in a deep understanding of love. And in this liberty, we recognize the law of love, which is expressed in the summary of the law, to love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart and all of thy soul, all of thy strength, all of thy mind. And the second part, to love thy neighbor as thyself. This is the way of love. This is the law of love. And in it, we find freedom. And it is this understanding of liberty and, and love that drives St. Paul in our readings from last week and this week. Last week... Paul spoke of the problem in the Corinthian church about eating meat that had been sacrificed to idols, which was a common practice in those days. And some felt liberty to eat whatever meat they wanted because idols are not real anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Well, others felt they should not eat meat that had been sacrificed to idols because it would dishonor God. 
And just like any church that has division like that, oh, what to do. Well, St. Paul took the first position of eating whatever meat was offered. However, he never wanted this liberty to be a stumbling block for the others. He wrote at the end of the chapter, if food is a cause of their falling, I will never eat meat so that I may not cause one of them to fall. St. Paul's understanding of liberty was tied to his love for God and his love for his neighbor. You could say in one sense that he limited his liberty by love. In our reading today, St. Paul talks of freedom and liberty as well. He writes, in my proclamation, I may make the gospel free of charge so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel, For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself slave to all so that I might win more of them. More important than his rights in this world, more important than his freedom to express himself, was the desire to see people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. This desire is driven by the love of God. Stirred by the liberty that is found in the abundant life of Christ. To the Jew, he became a Jew in order to win Jews for Jesus Christ. To the weak, he became weak in order to lead people to Christ. St. Paul was driven by a love for God and a love for people. And his freedom from the bondage of sin and his liberty of the abundant life provoked by the Holy Spirit a desire to see All people come to saving faith in Jesus Christ. And this was way more important than the usual understandings of freedom and liberty. So in our day, in our age, there's a lot of talk about freedom, about liberty, about rights and protection of those rights, about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. But may we never confuse the idea of freedom and liberty found in our politics and in our culture with the expression of freedom and liberty as found in Holy Scripture. May we understand that Christ has given us freedom from the bondage of sin. May we understand that through the cross we may have liberty that is found in the abundant life of Jesus. And may we always remember that this liberty and freedom is cloaked in the love of God, expressed in our worship of the Holy Trinity, and acted out in our lives in the way we love the people around us. There are a lot of symbols of liberty. Many are beautiful and special in our world. And we celebrate those on certain days But may we never confuse those with the one found in Jesus Christ and in our Christian faith. There is only one symbol of ultimate liberty. And that is the cross of Jesus Christ. When we truly submit ourselves to God to live out this cruciform life, to live out our baptismal covenant, we truly find the liberty 
that brings an abundant life. We are called to be people of freedom, of liberty. And that freedom and liberty is best displayed by how well we love God and how well we love our neighbors. So, may we go into the world and love recklessly. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.